the Electoral College votes for Joe Biden, will you concede? Well, if they do, they made a mistake because this election was a fraud. Just so you understand, this election was a fraud. I mean, they have Biden beating Obama on Obama's vote in areas that mattered in terms of the election, in swing states. And yet he's losing to Obama all over the place. But he's beating Obama in swing states, which are the states that mattered for purposes of the election. So, no, I can't say that at all. I think it's a, it's a possibility. They're trying to, look, between you people, don't, answer, don't talk to me that way. You're just, a, you're just a lightweight. Don't talk to me that way. Don't talk to, I'm the president of the United States. Don't ever talk to the president that way. All right, I'm going to go with another question. Go ahead. Just so you, uh, certainly I will. Certainly I will. And you know that. But I think that there will be a lot of things happening between now and the 20th of January. A lot of things. It's time to look forward. If you want to run for your election in four years, fine, do it. But everything we're seeing right now, there's not a path. Be the bigger man here and stop, step in, tell your supporters, don't be violent, don't intimidate. All that's wrong, it's un-American. News for you this morning because in the last few minutes we've heard that the first coronavirus vaccine has been approved for use in the UK by the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency. You're eventually yeah, making faint. There you go. Faint step. Oh, there's a faint from Jake. Oh, yeah. Cody. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Snoop, talk about dropping it like it's And now, the man of the hour, whether you want him or not, Jerry Joe. Hey, Friday Crashers, welcome to another episode of The Uninvited. This is your host, Jerry Jones. However you found us and why ever you decided to find us, I am so very glad you did. Hey, do us a favor, please rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss another one of these fine episodes. And should you decide to give us a rating, please give us five stars because, you know, five stars really does feel like love and who doesn't need love? And four stars, well, it feels like the friend zone. And let's be honest, nobody really wants to be stuck in the friend zone. Um, how's everybody doing? We doing well? We doing good? How was uh, how was your weekend? Was it good? Was it great? Um, you know, we are we're midweek. Uh, I didn't do a Sunday show. Uh, I thought about it, thought about it, and then. <laughs> And then I, I started watching uh, started watching football, and uh, and then I just kept doing it. And then uh, it, you ever just have those things where you those moments where you just don't have anything to say, and uh, but you but you know that you have to say something. I I just I I didn't have anything to say uh, that was intelligent. But then again, I never really do, right? Uh, I do, however, feel like I have as many intelligent things to say as uh, the current president of the United States. Where are we at? We're, what, 49 days 
are we, we're sub we're, we're sub 50 now right we're sub 50 um i don't know what happened and and maybe maybe it's always been this way or i've just never noticed it before but did you all notice the desk that the that the president was speaking from in the in the in the exchange that you heard with reporters he was sitting at a desk and i should be so in the evolution of the show so i i, I let me let me back up i've i had been promising um since the very first episode that each episode would get better than the last and there have been a handful of episodes where that has been true you know and, and it's hard not to have been better than those first five or six episodes for sure uh and there were some um episodes where clearly <laughs> clearly had kind of reverted back to the mean uh i'm sharing all that to say that as part of the evolution of the show and where i'm working on right now is to add a a video component uh at some point i'm going to start you know streaming on youtube i've done a couple of really bad facebook live events post debate kind of stuff um, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on, on using the technology, but I want to, I want to stream to YouTube. Uh, I, you know, I don't have an audience of folks who use Twitch, but you know, all the people say get on Twitch. Apparently Twitch started as a platform to watch people play video games. And I can tell you as someone who grew up on the Atari 5200 and then, you know, like the Sega Genesis. And, uh, you know, I was never really into Nintendo. I suck at Super Mario Brothers. I never, I never got that. It was one of those things where I got a Nintendo uh, when they first came out and all my cousins and all my friends would come over and they would play quite well. And I would love, I loved watching them. But essentially, I became, um, I became like the gopher. Like I was the one who would get the popcorn and um, the soda and the Kool Aid and the um, Cheetos. I was really in the puffy Cheetos um, back in the day. Um, but now I prefer more of the. I, I'm a crunchy, crunchy person now. I bring all that up to say that once I move towards video and live stream, what you will probably, I mean, I don't know. I still haven't figured out my whole setup yet. Like I've got a, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm recording from a MacBook and I've got to get it propped up and I probably need another monitor and I'll have a, at least one phone recording and, you know, I might upgrade uh, an old phone um, to like an iPhone or something. Um, but what you might see is a de the desk that I'm sitting at now is slightly larger than the desk that uh, the president was speaking from. And so I actually titled that soundbite, not that you all care, but like Trump's tiny desk. Like he finally, you know, four years into his term and he finally got like a tiny desk show. But uh, the dude is still fighting. 
I mean, is there a part of you, is there a small part of you that admires, that admires the fight in Donald Trump? Like, I, we'd always heard that he's uh, very litigious, uh, that he sues everybody for everything. I'm not sure, and I'm still not sure, if Donald Trump has ever paid the full price for a contract that he's entered into. I'm sure he's always either sued people to get out of contracts or has probably been sued, probably more likely have been sued by contractors for not honoring the deal. But he is fighting like hell right now. Um, he's fighting like hell. And apparently, I don't know. I mean, there's still so much. I, I, I got to be honest. I have been trying not to be in the following Trump business anymore, right? I'm really more into the Biden, you know, kind of Biden-Harris um, era right now. But it's, it's still kind of hard to to not follow the guy. But apparently Rudy, is Rudy kind of running the um, the pardon for hire um, scheme? I mean, he's there's always an angle. And and I guess I guess when you employ nothing but grifters and con artists that this this kind of thing happens. And so uh I talked about uh in the last show. I was like tongue in cheek. I, I I didn't have any advanced knowledge, but I was just kind of tongue in cheek talking about uh, Joe Exotic from the Tiger King. Uh, how many of you, all right, in a moment of honesty here, moment of honesty, how many of you at least went to your Netflix queue and and put Tiger King into your My List queue? How many of you did that? It's all right. It's all right. You can be, you can be honest with yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... I just kind of laughing. Oh, you know, Joe Exotic's legal team is trying to 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 curry favor with the president. And now, a week later, what we get is no Rudy. You know, Four Seasons landscaping Rudy, stigmata from the head, Giuliani is apparently selling pardons. And so part of the deal, and you know, I'm sure I'm sure Rudy is not charging charging the family. But there's talk about preemptive pardons for Javanka, Jared, and Ivanka. I don't know how I'm just hearing Javanka. I was watching uh, the readout. Shout out to um, Joy Reid. Um, uh, her show, uh, nightly show, uh, the readout. If you're looking for really good um, kind of political breakdown um, kind of at the six o'clock hour, the readout on MSN, MSNBC. Um, I'm sorry. I, there's a, there's a group that we work with uh, called the MSN. Um, shout out. I know, I know that um, Dr. James Stowe is not listening um, to the show. Or as one of my <laughs> one of my colleagues refers to him as Doctor Hot Nerd, 
but I'm not going to out her because I don't believe she listens to the show either. However, um, Managed Services Network is a vendor who's doing some really cool stuff, by the way. This is kind of a, I'm, I'm all right, timeout. I'm going to take a little timeout and kind of geek out on work a little bit. Um, we're um, trying to, you know, we're, we're, we're getting our sea legs together, my team, and really trying to uh, address unmet social needs for individuals who uh, are having the shelter in place and you know, dealing with a, a COVID situation. And the Managed Services Network is providing um, community health workers, um, and they're doing a great job. They've been doing it for about a week. Um, really cool stuff, and we've, we've got some real plans um, for that. I'm, all right, I'm going to stop the geek out because I could go forever on that. But, yeah, Rudy is running the um kind of the part so i guess i'm just saying if any of you have anything out there that you that you need to be pardoned from just call rudy you know just call rudy and uh he'll hook you up but i i gotta be honest i've never heard of the preemptive pardon before and i didn't know that javanka jared and ivanka i heard that on 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 the readout on jordy reed show um, that they're looking for pardons for Javanka, Eric, Donald. Um, and I, I guess I just don't understand what they would need to be pardoned for because they are, they're model citizens and they've done nothing wrong. Right. Um, but yeah, but that's, what's going on Trump white house. But there again, you know, we're 49, 49 days away and I don't know about you, but I'm almost done. It is time to do. A little winter clean. So, like every year this time, well, no, not every year around this time. Heidi, about I don't know, we're, we're, we did that about maybe two or three weeks ago. But where you do that whole thing, where you swap out all of those summer clothes and kind of fallish clothes, and you kind of bring up all your winter clothes. I kind of feel like that's what we're doing right now with with Trump, except, and then you have the giveaway pile, you know. Um, my daughter has been like kind of reorganizing her room. She's back from school and, and she's had like a giveaway pile of clothes. And I feel like it's time for us to start putting all things Trump into that giveaway pile. Because we got to make room. We got to make room for new. We've got to make room for better. And I, I'm going to ask for your all's help on this because since I started this little show in July, you know, it's just been a lot of riffing on a lot of things going on that's bad, right? And, you know, I think it's time for us to start making room for new. So if there are things that you feel good about, things you want to share or things that you feel like we should be talking about on this show, do me a favor, hit us up at the Uninvited Podcast on Instagram if you're listening to to us on Anchor, there's a voicemail component. Leave a voicemail for us. Um, but yeah, let's start making room for the good. What are the things that What are the good things that you are making room for in your life? And I and I know it coincides with with 2021. And I'm not a big New Year's resolutions person, but uh, if there if there are things that you that you feel good about going into the new year, or things that you aspire to do or aspire to see 
2021, drop us a line and let us know. Um, we need to start sharing the good stuff, man. There's been so much bad and um, I'm going to be honest, you know, I've talked a little bit about this, that all the negativity of, the, the, of this administration and all of the vitriol and the hatred that has been spewed by um, this administration has had uh, an adverse effect on my on my health, physical health uh, and emotional health. And this show is one of the ways that I, you know, try to to overcome that and to stay engaged with the world. Um, so I'm very appreciative um, that that you are indulging me. But let's start sharing the good stuff. So you got anything good to share? Please share it. Anything that you want, anything good you want me to talk about? I do take requests. I take requests. Um, shout out to Susie and Charles. Um, longtime friends, family friends, really more like, I feel almost at this point more like family than friends. The family you choose. I think that's the thing. Uh, I will tell you this. I, I This Thanksgiving, and I talked a little bit about this, I think on, on, on Thursday's show, I very much miss my family um, this um, this season, my wife's family, um, my family. Uh, but I also, over this, over this whole quarantine period, have missed uh, the family um, that I've, I've been able to choose. And um, I miss them dearly. So... Um, the, um, Rolling Minifee family, um, missing you all, um, hope to be able to, to see you all soon. My homie Date M, uh, and his girls, the, the family there, Heather, like I, um, you know, cannot wait to be able to, to see them. Um, I'm just shouting out, well, I could, I could sit here and shout out people all day, so I won't do that. Um, but yeah, this, yeah, let's, uh. Let's start getting ready for the good stuff. And speaking of getting ready for the good stuff, um, there's a vaccine coming. It looks like there's a vaccine coming. Um, and um, it, based on what I, my understanding of how the vaccine is going to come to us in the United States, that it will be healthcare workers first. It will be um, long-term care residents, so those in skilled nursing facilities, uh, long-term care facilities, and I believe that that um, employ employees are going to be in that first group, that one A, if I'm not mistaken. One um, B is going to include those that weren't caught in one A. It's also going to get first responders, which I personally feel like should also be in one A, but. I think the time differential between when 1A starts and 1B starts, I think might be a month. Somebody can fact check me on that. If anybody has, um, if someone's in the know, please, you know, please feel free to drop us a line and, and, and give us any corrections on that. Um, but first responders and, and those in the food supply chain, I have no reason to believe that it will not include um, restaurant workers. Um, food delivery folks. Uh, it's going to include a lot of folks that are local economies and regional economies need to keep going. Um, this is very good news. Now, it's very tricky. I'm going to nerd out a little bit 
So uh, in Missouri, so I'm recording this on December 2nd. According to the Missouri plan, um, and I geek out on this stuff, I've read it twice, but there's supposed to be a kind of a, I, I don't know what else to call it except uh, my, 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 my buddy Ryan will refer to it as kind of a tabletop war game. I believe that's what's happening tomorrow with regards to getting um, the vaccines distributed. But we're looking at a couple weeks here um, that these vaccines are supposed to start hitting the streets. Now, bear in mind that most of us are not going to be in the, that first group of folks who receive the vaccine. So um, what I'm saying is that we should, even with the vaccine, even with the vaccine, we're going to have to continue to do all the things that we're doing. I'm sorry, all the things we're supposed to be doing now. Probably, I would say, count on doing this through the summer. Um, We're going to have some major challenges with even getting all of the healthcare workers um, I'm very concerned about making sure that home health aides, um, who are the poor, taking care of the poor, making sure that they get the vaccine. Um, those who are service industry folks, um, uh, making sure that they all get access to the vaccine. And then that second round, it's going to be a lot of individuals with chronic conditions. So I have hypertension. Um, so I might, and I'm 50 now, so I might fall in that group, even though I'm working on, on, on getting out of that hypertensive state. I've been using the hell out of the rowing machine lately. Um, and yeah, so I'm hoping that by the time the vaccination comes around, I won't actually be hypertensive anymore. That's the goal. Anyway, enough about that. But yeah, vaccines are coming. I do want to, I do want to make a public service announcement, a kind of a couple public service announcements that when, um, as I will, I will make this promise to you, as I learn more about the vaccination schedules, when they're going to come, how they're going to be distributed, I will absolutely be sharing that not only on here, but on a couple of the platforms that I'm on, uh, primarily Twitter, Instagram, and in Facebook. But I would also say, that when the vaccine comes, I'm going to, pl- I, I'm not going to encourage you. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you uh, as a friend to please, please, please get the vaccine. Please. Um, I, I, I actually do believe getting vaccinated uh, for COVID is, is a civic duty. And I, I hope that each of you, when the opportunity arises for us to get the vaccine, that you will please do it. Um the other thing is to um, continue to to do the best you can to um, shelter in place, go out only when necessary. Um, and part and when I say necessary, that also means like to make sure you're not like going crazy. Um, being um, sheltered in place does not mean being socially isolated. Two totally different things. You still got to connect with people, and I would encourage you to do that. But please be safe. Um, let's just let's be good neighbors. Um, let's wear a mask. Let's keep safe physical distancing. Okay. Um, but yeah, but vaccines are coming. That's going to be great. It has been interesting, to say the least, to uh, 
to hear the pivot of um, the conservatives, like even Fox and Friends. Even Fox and Friends, I saw a clip the other day where the guy, one of the guys from Kansas, he's from Kansas. He's like, yeah, masks work. Where people wear a mask, the rates went down. Where people weren't wearing a mask, the rates went up. Fox and Friends can get it. We can all get it. Let's just keep wearing a mask, man. Um, but but also, like the televangelists, a lot of the Trumper evangelists are, once the vaccines are coming, like, you know, like praising Trump and declaring victory over Satan because Trump delivered the vaccine and that even in, well, they're not acknowledging defeat, but like the Lord is blessing Trump and his leadership. And it's, this is proof that Trump is God's man because the vaccine like fell like manna from heaven. Man, I love how they pivot. Oh my God. I mean, it, it, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. I can tell you, I can tell you who did not do a good job pivoting um, or sticking or moving or bobbing or weaving. Uh, you heard a clip earlier from the man himself, the D-O-double-G, Snoop Dogg, who was, he was the, the, the commentator for this uh, charity boxing event. The main event was Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr., which the decision, I don't know how they call that a draw, but then again, you had a 54-year-old Mike Tyson fighting a 51-year-old Roy Jones Jr. I don't know why we wanted to watch it, but here we are. But the clip that you heard was Snoop Dogg calling a fight from, and I've never heard of this kid. Uh, he's a YouTuber named Jake Paul. And he was fighting a guy who was one of my favorite NBA basketball players, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson is one of the shortest guys to ever play in the NBA. And he is the, well, you know, he, he may be tied for the shortest person to win an NBA dunk contest. But um, Nate Robinson had talked all of this trash about how he was just going to destroy this YouTuber kid. It's just, you know, uh, it's like, hey, you know, like I'm going to do it for the culture. And he just got destroyed. And it just tells you, just because you played one sport, in this case, basketball, doesn't mean that you will dominate in any other sport that you do. And it's just like any other thing, just like you're because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're going to be great at another thing. But um it was, you know, it was kind of a, it was, it was the kind of the sports break um, that we needed because, you know, the NFL, you've got teams, we're fielding teams. There was a game tonight. Well, not even tonight, this afternoon. There was a football game on a Wednesday afternoon because of COVID. Uh, there was a team on Sunday that couldn't even field uh, they didn't have any quarterbacks. The team had four quarterbacks. All of them had tested positive for COVID. I just realized that I did some fake news. I should say all four of them were ineligible to play because they um, were in the COVID protocol. They hadn't all tested positive. One quarterback tested positive. Three had uh, the three other quarterbacks had close proximity. It's just, it's just more fun to say that all four had COVID. It's not more fun. 
it's not fun saying anybody got COVID, but it's just easier to say, you know what? Because of COVID, they, none of them could play. They they ended up playing a guy who was not even on the roster. He was on the practice squad as a wide receiver, but he played quarterback in college like four years ago. And all I could think about was the movie Airplane. Do you remember the movie Airplane, right? Where everyone was getting sick because it, you know, everybody that ate the fish got sick. And um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got sick. And, oh my God, the uh, the guy, uh, the guy, you know the guy. You ever been in a Turkish prison guy? Um, he got sick. Even the... Uh, even the autopilot, um, after being <laughs> reinflated, um, didn't fare well either. And they had to call in, um, it was it Ted Stryker, right? Ted Stryker. That's what it reminded me of. Like bringing just a guy off the street to play quarterback. It was not fun. It was not fun to watch. It couldn't happen to a better, um, a better uh, organization like the Denver Broncos. Shout out to all my Broncos fans out there. Um, I love y'all, but you still suck. Um, but yeah, and apparently this is not a, it, I didn't mean it as a plug. Um, but Sunday evening, uh, there will be a football game between the team from Kansas City and the Denver Broncos. So there will be a show that uh that will that will come out on saturday afternoon i would highly encourage you all to listen to the uninvited episode the sunday episode and because i recognize that you know you'll be listening to it during the day because sunday night comes around you'll be watching football just like me um you know i'm gonna sign off but i thought it was important to note that on this day in history in 1823 uh then President James Monroe, um, who some of you, if you're if you're history buffs, are aware of the of the Monroe Doctrine, and the Monroe Doctrine essentially said, "Hey, you know what? We are no longer your subjects. Talking to Europe, you won't be colonizing here. Basically, declaring um, sovereignty." Um, and I just, I just felt it was important because um, I was having a conversation with our team and, and really talking about how the work of health equity will require us to address the decolonization of healthcare. Um, you all obviously weren't there for that conversation. But I want you to kind of put that in the parking lot that I will be having a conversation with you all on this show very soon around the components, like especially as we enter into uh, what I hope is a is a new era. It will certainly be a post Trumpian um, era. Well, we hope. But. We have to we have to begin to talk about the mindset, uh, the European mindset that um, that had allowed for the Trump era to happen, 
how dangerously close we came to becoming a fascist regime, a fascist nation. And well, I shouldn't say a fascist nation. Uh, I should say a, a country that will no, would no longer be a democratic republic run by a wannabe fascist. And I say a wannabe fascist because clearly he, he, he doesn't have um, the, he doesn't really have the wherewithal to, to actually to accomplish that. Um, but that being said, we need to talk about it and we need to talk about the colonial mindset and how for America to move forward, we're going to have to divorce ourselves from that mindset and from that practice. Um, but I'm just going to leave you with that. How's that, how's that for a little, uh, a little, um, <laughs> um, party talk for the next time we're together. Hey, you all again, um, I'm, I'm so grateful that you're here. I want you to continue to be good to yourself, um, good to each other. And, um, and let's start, let's start preparing for the, let's start preparing for the good, shall we? All right. On that note. I'm going to leave you now, but before I do, I've just got to give you a gift from the Twitter gods. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And I'll let you listen for yourself. Um, I'll catch you all on the flip side on the next episode of The Uninvited. Peace. Judgment right now. Because we in have. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. Glory.